0: Oh yeah Thank you Congratulations
1: Congratulations on thir- turning what 65
0: uh, Just like it. the
1: Risk category The uh, high risk category for COVID
0: Yeah <laughs> Amongst other things
1: John you look like you're resorting To something out of Mad Max To have your drink there. It,
0: it, yeah it is <laughs> This thing's been through a lot of damage actually Well
1: Slim Pickens these days, right? Yeah, you're not ordering these specialty water bottles off uh, off Amazon or off uh, these specialty like hippie websites anymore. They're not delivering. any of no, those companies. That's what this is. This oh, is, is that what that is.
0: Yeah, it's a hippie bottle from like 12 years ago, and it's still quite functional, but it's been like completely nuked
1: through the in that dishwasher time. like four times.
0: No, it's been to the bottom of Kid Creek. About 500 times, <laughs> drop down all kinds of crevices and things. And yeah, so it used to be black, but.
2: See, I'd rather have the plastic that has, you know, some good plastic leaching. leaching yeah, like, yeah, I like to know that I'm yeah. eating away at my insides even more than I am.
1: Not BPA free.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that. Uh, what are you drinking there, Corey?
1: Uh, I am drinking Lion's Mane. I'm still uh, working away at my delivery that um, John sent me. There, the full beard case that I got a week ago. Uh, oh,
0: not me! I was confused. Yeah, so, yeah the, I didn't the send owner you. of the one of what? the owners. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah,
1: not that, not that John. But yeah. uh, yes, okay. the, the the good John, good Samaritan John, who's uh, who's <laughs> who's bringing us beer at this uh, uncertain time. Mm. Uh, I didn't not get any. any uh...
2: I'm doing the same with my order from uh, Full Beard. I'm having the uh, seven oh five. Oh, nice. Uh, hold on, I uh, actually, you know what? I find it's the I'm saying right now. I find it's the easier drinking one. It's kind of just a yeah. super easy one. Yeah, did know. you
1: know that that was, or I, I hope I'm not mistaken on this, but I'm pretty sure that was the Terrio, uh, like reunion beer, the one that they made for the Terrio reunion, like the something like Le Flamme or some I, I forgot. But uh, that's why, then they rebranded it seven oh five. The
0: flamboyant uh, flames. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: so John, uh yeah. you've been, you haven't been on the podcast in a long time. I know. Yeah. Well we And I
0: mean I don't I don't really think you can call me transient now because I'm actually in a in a building.
1: Yeah. If I, you were transient you for. would be in jail.
0: Yes, <laughs> that's right. I was actually, I was hoping we could use Zoom, because on Zoom you can knock out the background, and I had, like, space backgrounds and shit instead of coats. This is really the only place I can do this. Otherwise. So do you have,
2: like, just seven black coats
0: that's all you guys use? Yeah. Well, you know, I've got a range of tastes, Jason. Let's see.
1: It's like uh, Neo from The Matrix. Neo from The Matrix in the Afternoon. Neo from the Matrix. In the yeah, that's
0: right. <laughs> Neo, if and... he was in a cold climate and had no skills,
1: <laughs> uh, how are you holding Rook up? Quick though? question:
2: Are you getting sick and What's tired? The...
1: Of... Go ahead, Jay.
2: Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Corey.
1: Are you getting sick and tired of uh, being locked in your house, or, or?
0: Well, I, like I have been for the last. Six months, um, so it's not much of a change. But but as soon as someone says, you know, like you're not allowed to leave now, then it's a little, I don't know, it changes in your mind. But it's been okay so far. I feel like I'm um, like an observer in some weird, crazy bullshit. I mean it hasn't really none of this has affected me personally yet. I don't know anyone who has it or anything. Um, although you know, I'm sure that'll change based on the prediction models. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It just kind of feels like something's going on outside.
1: Like there's a big storm?
0: Yeah, and you're just kind of like, huh? open the curtains a little bit once in a while and go, yeah, okay, interesting.
1: Are you getting all your groceries uh, delivered?
0: Uh, No, we actually haven't taken advantage of that yet, but because of Jen's work, we randomly get fresh produce and stuff. So we've actually not had to really go to the grocery store at all. Well,
2: jeez Just living off those big dollars from us. Yeah, I'm not going to say names, but yeah. Those charity dollars, yeah. Somebody's
1: almost ready to move to Upper Melrose.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. If you move, Jason, you'll be in Upper Melrose. I, I know. Right up, yeah. Up, literally, yeah. Huh. fun. We're gonna start sharing.
1: We're gonna start sharing all the secrets, the government secrets, with him as well now.
2: Right. Oh, I get to know how we're spreading COVID through five G.
0: Yeah. Yep. I thought. I thought it was just crop dusters.
2: (laughs) No, no, no. That's what they're using to send out the uh, the cure later. Oh, I see. Once they have us chipped.
0: Yeah. Oh, I see. Right. It's funny.
1: It, it it's brutal that we would be we would be laughing about this stuff right now, but it's. I mean, you gotta laugh, right? You gotta have a well, sense of humor
0: about it. Yeah, and also, like, you can't take it all seriously in terms of like what people are presenting. Of course, you're gonna laugh at it. It's stupid bullshit.
1: Well, there's <laughs> a lot. There's a lot of stuff that that's sort of going around, especially. Well, we talked about this last time when we were, were with uh, Andrew and our wives there last week. That yeah. the amount of conspiracy theory that's come out of this. But I, I don't know if social media is doing a good job of like uh, curating through that, if they if figured yeah. out their algorithms, because it's like it, a lot of it just evaporated over the past like week and a half.
0: Well, I've, like, as a policy, I was saying this to Jen the other night, but I've um, started getting way more aggressive with Facebook in general, and following people. You know how by default you're following everyone right Right. so you can see all their bullshit over the last three years or something i've called basically everyone i think there's like four people basically it's just like corporate accounts now that's all that i see on my facebook feed because i've unfollowed everyone jason first obviously um (laughs) because it was just it was just you know sharing nonsense and you know like a check for Best Buy, you know, share this five hundred times and everyone gets fifty oh, yeah. bucks for a TV, you know, like all that bullshit. Um, so I've just made a habit of unfollowing literally everyone. So I don't know if it's the algorithm or I don't know if it's just me not seeing anything anymore ever.
1: So you're not seeing anybody sharing like
0: literally nothing
1: or uh, no, no, you know, about the. It's truth. all gone.
0: But,
2: yeah, my, my conspiracy stuff is I go to Reddit. To go yes. look at the... To uh, see the screenshots people. of other
0: people's... Yeah, Facebook
2: insane people shows. of Facebook subreddit. Yeah. It was just the yeah. funniest stuff nice. in the world. Nice. But it I... is sad.
1: Um, I have uh, not yet figured out how to navigate Reddit, which is sad. <laughs> really? Well, I mean, I don't spend much time. It's like on... a
2: 20-year-old website.
1: I know. <laughs> yeah, website. I know. It's, uh, it sounds terrible, but I, I honestly have my... I find myself having a hard time finding... What I'm looking for on that website.
0: Uh, it's it's a weird. It's a bit of a weird layout. It's got kind of its own. Um, I don't know what the right word is, but uh, like user interface sort of mechanism methodology for how yeah. things work. But once you're used to it, it's yeah, it's really simple. It just it looks old because it was developed in what like 2004 or some bullshit, and it still looks like it's from 2004.
2: Yeah, but and it's funny every understand. time they update. Every time they update, I always go back to, like, the
0: original look. Yeah, They're like, like, we made some changes, and you're like, undo, disable, (laughs) no.
1: And they allow you to do that?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because every time they update it, it seems like they obscure a bunch of shit, because it wasn't user-friendly to start off with, so they try to, like, take away all these interface features, but, of course, you know, once you're used to it, you want them there, so,
1: (laughs) yeah. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. But yeah. uh, I, I don't know. I still find it tough. Like, the only reason that I, I go through, uh, I don't know, I go through Reddit at all is uh, usually to stream things. Uh, oh, usually have, yeah. like, reliable, uh, I know there, there are subreddits for, like, reliable sports streams when there were sports. Yeah. Uh,
2: <laughs> but, <laughs> back back those in those years. Those, yeah. A yeah, yeah. uh, long forgotten time.
0: Yeah. You think we're going well, to be
1: talking about that in uh, in like a year from now? We're going to be talking the way uh, back in the olden days when there were sports and when.
2: Hey, predictions are saying what twelve to eighteen months right now?
0: Yeah, I don't know. That's crazy. That's so. So that's so. Wait. So there's a few points bundled in what you just said. First one is when can we talk about something else? Yeah, mm-hmm. because that's literally all. Like you open up. Your whatever your news app or whatever of choice is. That's literally all it is. But what know, is there are, else
1: to talk about? No one's no, moving. I, no one's doing anything. Oh,
0: no, I know. But I'm just saying you can only, like in terms of, like purely from a mental health point of view, you can only talk about something so much before it's yeah. meaningless and your brain is just collapsing in on itself because you have nothing else to say about it, really.
1: True, I guess. I I don't know. I found it fun to like speculate on what a world after COVID looks like. Like what, uh, like, is anybody going to want to go back to sporting events? Like how long does that take, right? Like even if you're, yeah, you know what? We're relaxing social distancing uh, um, issue or not issues, but uh, measures and uh, we're we're gonna re- allow people to reopen and have these these events take place. There's a yeah. significant, or I should say, a non-insignificant portion of the population that's not gonna want to go back right away.
0: Yeah, and, but then you have all the diehards who are gonna be there the hour they make the announcement. So I, I think.
1: But are you like, sure about that,
0: though? Because I think so. Because there's still like 40% of the population that thinks it's all bullshit anyway. And they will continue to, probably. Do you think 40% of the population
1: thinks it's bullshit? Uh,
0: I I think to a degree. I I think there are certain demographics that uh, especially, quite frankly, older ages, generally speaking, that just do not take it seriously. And even if, like, not saying that, oh, it's all bullshit, it's all propaganda, but just on the whole, don't take it seriously and don't think it's significant. Um, I think that might change, of course, like over the next nine months or whatever it is, as they start to be affected personally and as they start to see thre- friends and family members being affected. Um, but I don't know. I think there's just I think there's just part of the population that ultimately, you know, doesn't really give a shit and just has a well you know, fuck your mom kind of mentality, regardless of what it is.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. I think you your your point made about this, uh, like this starting to affect everybody personally, as far as like the projections are saying, that people are going to start thinking differently about it. Like, wouldn't you say that somebody will have a bigger change of their view of something, and it might be a little bit more panicky if right now, they're saying, oh, this is, ah, whatever. Yeah, we're overreacting to this and whatever it is. And then it suddenly yeah. scares the living shit out of them because, like, somebody in their family is directly affected. Doesn't that swing you way far to the other side and go, and, and I'm not saying everybody, but there's going to be a poor, like, a, a good group of people that is just going to be like, yeah, uh, we're we're traumatized by this, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think so. But... but- I don't know what those numbers are, of course. We will see. Time will tell.
2: Um, well, I'm just an in, interesting thing. You're saying, uh, you know, all news is just this when we well, talk about something else. So, like, I have CBC News on my second screen here, just so I was going to look at some maybe articles that might be interesting to read. They uh, do call I'm you talk- two screens,
0: Jason, for a reason.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> uh, but the second screen, I'm going through and it's like COVID this, you know, blah, 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 this going on. Trudeau threatening to like you know stop nurses from crossing the border into the states if the states don't reverse 3m stuff. But then I, there was another article. I was like, "What the hell is this?" And thinking you know COVID and all this craziness, I thought it said zombie bombing <laughs> attacks on video conferencing, but a Zoom bombing. I guess people oh. have been like you know having porn on the background while
0: they're on Zoom. But yeah. <laughs> I was like zombie bombing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, did you see? Okay, Timmins news specifically. Uh, So Timmins declared a state of emergency last night or this morning, one of the two. Um, And have you seen the graphic on the Timmins.ca homepage? No. No, I got it. Please please direct your wall. Yeah, of course. Put Um,
1: that up on the screen, Jay. I want to see what that looks like. It's... I don't think we'll get pulled from YouTube for that.
0: No, I described it to oh, someone no, I... else as Walking Dead fan art. <laughs> aww <laughs>
2: All right, I gotta because do this. That. That Why? It's basically Jeremy's what screen. it is. Walking oh I want to let it do it. Uh oh, my privacy, my privacy stuffs all set up. I won't <laughs> let me do. It. Oh, hold on, okay. hold on. I got, it, I got. It. They're just being slow. Uh huh. Like my, myself. Yeah. Well, All right. Yeah. Uh, Skype. There you go. Uh. Oh, I see this. It's okay. But so. Is that,
1: for the like so sake of
0: of, of the audio only people. Right, then you do it. I can't. Yeah. It's not. It, oh, it says. It says city of Timmins declare state of emergency, and it has a police do not cross barrier. You see my screen? <laughs> with a <Okay>. guy <laughs> and a watched-out picture of, like, a forested scene of the city with a, with an old mining head frame in the background. And it's literally one uh, one poorly photoshopped zombie away from, the walking like, Dead, like, like, shitty, you know, like, straight-to-DVD uh, release kind of thing. Yeah,
1: uh, it looks a little... Yeah, that, that's going to be for the... Uh, for for the I, I don't know whoever runs the website at the city and or communications uh, department john belanger it disapproves it is <laughs> of your visual you look aids it, oh, look at anything man. else
0: go to the go to a provincial source or a municipal source of your choice and it's all very like somber clean you know like uh dark green dark blue very plain clear text you know it's supposed to be um, professional and clear, and and like it looks like it's dealing with the situation seriously. Whereas this is just like you're right, not it that at all. Cool. <laughs> it, it's kind of they, they took
1: the opposite uh, the opposite tact on that. Yeah, but I, I guess the message is still like I, obviously the message is clear. There is a state of emergency in the city of Jimmins. Um yeah. What do you think of that? What do you, like what do you think in general of the just the declarations of uh, states of emergency because a lot of jurisdictions have done that for, for this COVID. Um, and, and I mean, I, I found it really telling in your, uh mayor Perry's um, uh, what is it? His announcement today, he was saying, we'll declare we, I had said that we would declare a state of emergency if our health services were overwhelmed. That's not what's happening today. We're declaring a state of emergency, Um, a lot of it was to extend, uh, work, work like WSIB coverage to, um, volunteers, uh, or that's Mm. what it seemed like it was. And also to highlight the seriousness of the situation, like communicating that to people, but there's still something about like declaration of a state of emergency. It makes me feel like I'm in Ghostbusters.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think also the fact that it's been such a slow burn. Like, we've all been talking about this for uh, three and a half months now. Like, this is not new, right? This is well-established. And emergency, with the potency of that word, kind of seems like, okay, What so what happened today? Why now? What's changed? I understand that logistically it just, you know, it gives them some more powers and allows them to ask for things that otherwise they couldn't, but... Mm-hmm. But then if he declares a state of emergency and immediately says, but not really, we're just doing it for X, Y, Z, mm-hmm. kind of defeats away the purpose. From
1: it. <laughs> does, it under, does it undermine, right? Like, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, like, I, I don't know, maybe it's just like the, the whole logistic part of, of why that exists, like the declaration of a state of emergency. Just makes me wonder, though, how that, you know, that can't be used in other times. Right. Yeah. In order to like, hey, we need this. We're going to declare an emergency and uh, this is what, you know, it's going to happen. And not to say that this is not warranted to declare a state of emergency right now. I think it does make sense, especially the fact that you're getting a lot of people volunteering to to do things. And I I thought that was an interesting little tidbit there that people actually get uh, coverage if they're on or if they're exposed, I guess, uh, while volunteering.
0: Yeah, that's news to me. But it's weird that if the province has declared a state of emergency and it's the WSIB, you covered as everything. soon as the province declares it, is not everyone within its jurisdiction? Yeah.
1: That's a good point. Uh,
0: you know, I don't know. That seems weird.
1: But the city declaring it uh, as far as just to emphasize the, um, the, the seriousness of the situation, is that – like, I don't know. Like, I walk around and I, I – walk around, sorry – I'm not walking around right now. I'm still quarantined in my house. This is day fourteen. Uh, are you?
0: Oh, are you quarantined? I am. Yeah. I am. Really? Why?
1: Well, we were outside the country. Uh, oh. And, and this is the last day. Last day. And our okay. kids. Our kids haven't even been here for uh, the last fourteen what? days. Yeah. Really? Kids. Yeah. Where are they? They're at the grandparents. No, oh, they're shit. fending for themselves. Preparing <laughs> Out in the garage. Preparing Making for the good inevitable... use of that.
0: Of that forest down the road.
1: That's right. Yeah, preparing for yeah. the inevitable hellscape that they're going to grow up in. So uh. yeah,
0: developing uh, a new language. Yeah. Good for them.
1: But no, yeah. um, it it does. Like uh, it, it seems to me like most people are taking this seriously, and most people are uh, obeying the orders for social distancing. But it does like if the city feels the need to. To declare that emergency in order to raise the level of awareness and seriousness or how serious it's being taken um does that imply that they're getting reports of people who are just like like you mentioned you feel like 40 percent of the population is thinks this is bullshit. uh do you think that that's that's actually accurate like there's people out there who don't give a shit about
0: this i think so yeah for sure i mean i so i i live on pine street now okay. which is for the one listener who doesn't know one of the main streets in town. Um, and uh, like, it's still like it, it, there's definitely a noticeable drop in traffic, but it's still pretty consistent. And actually a weird phenomenon that I've read about online, apparently in the States, it, I've, I don't know, across the whole country or just in a few specific States, but uh, uh, speeding tickets have been steadily rising, even though actual street traffic has dropped substantially. Well, yeah. When so they're not really on the sure road, what, you're driving well, faster! So, so that's the thing. Is that what it is? Is it the fact that now the roads are clear, so everyone's free to rip around? Or is it that the same contingent of people who think self-isolation and minimizing social interaction is bullshit, they are also the same sort of people that drive aggressively? <laughs> and we'll drive more and, aggressively, and you're the only one who they're, they're the ones to be seen, so these, they're not these stuck behind it. Be or is it just delivery drivers? I don't know. But the point <laughs> is, is that so? I, so I'm on Pine Street, and it like people are ripping by all the time, like 80, 90, I don't know what does a Civic sound like when it's topping out. <laughs> uh, the same when it's doing forty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but have yeah, you ever no,
1: turned a pair of Clippers on? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounds like.
0: Just like that. Just like that. Yeah. Um. But anyway, yeah. And you see people. There are people in the streets. I I see randomly, you know, blobs of, you know, six seven people walking by as a group, all chatting and laughing about whatever the hell. Okay. Um. So it's like, yeah. So obviously there are there are at least parts of the population that don't really think that it's a thing. I don't know. Hmm.
1: That's fair. We boy. did have a
0: first. We did have our first death here today.
1: Uh, yeah, in the yeah. PHU region. In the PHU.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah so Wasn't there a
2: second as well? Um, pardon me. It was two today. Were there two? Two. Yeah. Two deaths. That's... Two today, and the mayor also talked about potential uh, imposition of uh, uh, a curfew, and that's on the uh, CBC Sudbury page.
1: That's true. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what, like, I mean, if you're if you're supposed to stay home, like, uh, at any time of day, then I don't know what the curfew, like, does the curfew really change anything? Or is it more just giving them the, the power to sort of make sure that everyone is in their homes yeah. by a certain time? I guess also
2: it's, it's just, like, stop fucking around. So yeah. if anyone's going out at night and they're hanging out at whatever parking lot, it's like, all right, enough of this, like... Yeah.
0: You do your shit during the day, but yeah. next
2: day at home you should be fucking at home. That's enough.
0: I'm I'm assuming a curfew gives them powers to be able to like forcibly move people basically. Yeah, I guess instead you, of just like please disperse, you know.
1: Well, that's what you would want to do is disperse them. I mean, yeah. Physical distancing does not involve arresting <laughs> someone, I guess. Yeah,
0: everyone just one gets
2: shot in the, in the air. Just yeah. one bullet.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh no it's uh it's crazy like we're we were talking about this last time about how um you know I think initially people had that that idea that you know this is not that hard of a thing for us to do to stay home and I think for a lot of people it 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 might be something that is completely doable. Yeah. It's just uh what it amounts to, especially when you're you think of like what your normal life looks like. It really does amount to like voluntary like imprisonment to some extent, yeah. right? Like you're you're re- significantly limiting your movement. And it, it's true that everybody seems to be on the same page for it, but it's not it's definitely not a small thing to ask of people, especially when we start talking on the order of months rather yeah. than weeks. Like well, that's why they're can... always Go ahead. It,
0: it, they're always framing everything as like a month. As 30 days or or 14 days or whatever. It's like, okay, so now all provincial parks are closed until May 1st. Mm -hmm. Okay, instead of just saying indefinitely because it'll probably be a shitload of time. We'll see. Um, I mean, the whole thing... I mean, you guys have, I'm sure, read about this ad nauseum, as has everyone. But, you know, the whole thing is that even if it's mostly gone and they start relaxing restrictions, it takes a few assholes to, you know and not literal assholes, people who don't even know that they're carrying it, to start it again.
2: Yeah.
0: And then you're in the same boat again, and do, taking all the steps and, and all the provisions required to, you know, set up all kinds of mandatory quarantines and all the bullshit all over. So it's like, how long do you wait? When is it long enough? I don't know.
1: Well, I think if you were to look at it from a 100% a certainty standpoint it's only when we can have a widely distributed vaccine yes yeah or antiviral therapeutics or anything like that any treatment on that sense but on the other side i think what's more than more likely to happen is that if we do get past like a wave or whatever the curve that we we start seeing um the only way they're going to start lifting these restrictions and they're going to lift them gradually. There's, there's no way that they can just say, all right, everybody go back to your normal lives. It's going to be like, yeah. we'll reintroduce certain things and there'll be some gap. Some people will be able to go back to work in their workplace and yeah. it, it'll very, very slowly open up. But I think what'll be key to allowing that to happen is if testing becomes more widely available and can be done more reliably and quickly because if you can, like let's say tomorrow we were able to test every single person on the planet and know who had it and who did it, who was, con- who was infectious, yeah. or, or sorry who was um, uh, contagious, like who, who could infect other people and who couldn't you, you'd you have this problem solved right away you could isolate those people and allow everybody else to go about their lives right?
0: Yeah, Yeah, yeah.
1: but obviously that's a big problem right now
0: uh... well, i'm I'm hopeful about the stuff where you've got all of these um, factories and facilities that are retooling mm. for you know to make ventilators and masks and all that kind of shit. it's It's very wartime, um, but I mean, it's interesting, and it's something we haven't seen really, I think, Not in our unless lifetime. Uh, well, definitely not in our lifetime, but I, I don't mm-hmm. think we've really seen that since the Second World War. Um, but that I mean that gives me hope that at least that won't be one of. Like, assuming that we can actually keep the numbers up and and you know oversaturate and then start selling internationally, which is the goal, uh, then at least we'll be in good shape that way, and at least we'll have the tech to be able to take care of people. Whether or not we have the healthcare personnel is a different question, of course, because if half of them are infected, well, that's a whole other thing, but
2: interesting point uh yeah talking about, you know, like uh, in the states they're talking about the war measures act like trying to get people you know uh force companies to build stuff uh they're saying up to this point trump has imposed that war th- those war things a war like commands whatever so many times for production uh but has yet to do it so far for <laughs> the pandemic And essentially, all the ones he imposed for it was to force, you know, different companies and different things and different, like, uh, land grabs to build his wall. Right. So he'll use it to nationalize land to make a wall and also get companies to to, take whatever product from companies to go build a wall. But he has yet to do it for the pandemic.
0: Well, good for him.
2: (laughs) Good guy. And that's why they're
0: number one.
1: Uh, This... Go ahead.
2: The,
0: the states is really the wild card. It, I mean not even I mean you can't even call it a wild card. it's it's the dumpster fire at this point point. Yeah. Um, and the fact that we're so close uh, and so deeply intertwined with everything that happens uh, in the states is kind of a cause for concern because even if we do everything right, which we're not, but say we were, yeah. Uh that's still a potential big source of pain um and a, a big cont- what's the right word contagion I guess
1: <laughs> Yes just... in this situation that seems to be the right word
0: Yeah yeah
1: Um but what okay in in what sense though like specifically because I've heard a lot of people say this but I I just I don't know I haven't seen the the connection made like the economy you... the
0: uh, everything. I mean, just the fact that if they're not controlling it, and if forty uh, percent of their population is positive, and only seven percent of ours is, but they still have however many uh, you know transports crossing the border every day, and what you know, whatever it is, two point nine billion dollars in trade per day, or some shit. Um, even though I'm sure that's softened now, um, the point is, is that. Uh, we're ultimately still interacting constantly with them, and they are potentially a big vector for uh, disease. Like, well, if we have nonstop
2: trade, like there's always going to be cross-border stuff. So if yeah. they're not taking control of what's going on, it's going to keep being you know spread here. Or... But they've significantly
1: yeah. limited the, the the people that are crossing the border.
0: Yes, yes, but so, I'm pretty sure truck drivers are just as capable of having it as anyone else.
1: Of course. No, no, not saying yeah. that. I just mean, like, overall, and and I, th- I think sometimes this gets lost, right? Like, the, the idea seems to be not that there's not going to be a significant portion of the population that's going to end up getting this at some point. It's yeah. slowing the spread so that we... Like, yes. Objective number <clears throat> one. One, it's a terrible enough disease that it can have significant health implications. But the big, big problem here is that we don't want everybody getting or a whole whack of people getting really sick at the same time, winding up in hospitals and them not being able to treat everybody. So uh, then you end up with additional deaths that aren't related to the disease. So somebody who had a heart attack or a stroke or something and can't can't get a bed, right? So like it starts to pile on. But if that's the case... I I think when we're talking about like the, the whole um, physical distancing measures that we're taking, everything that we do doesn't necessarily get undone by one jackass or one person crossing the border. Right. We're still slowing, slowing it down significantly by everybody who is staying at home, staying home. So it's not, it's not few or my understanding of it anyways, maybe, maybe I'm missing something, but it's not like you are. If it's not like if you know we're ten people and nine of us stay home and one person's out and about going to uh, you know just walking around interacting with the nine the the tenth person in every other uh, group as well that we're still slowing the spread down, right?
2: Yes, you're sl- you're slowing it down, Corey. But the thing is, if the states don't control it, and then you know we're slowing cross border trade, and we you know we maybe we. Feel like we've 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 spread we stopped the spread we planked the curve whatever uh, and then we go back to living normal lives two or three bastards come in from from across the border we're or we're still interacting we're still you know cross-pollinating uh so we then have to restart the whole process yeah. processing
1: okay yeah, yeah. That, that's a fair point yeah
2: yeah
0: which it, is it more which, about
1: restarting right
2: yeah.
0: yeah and in all the models it you know keeping everything asleep is expensive and damaging enough, trying to restart it and then having it bottom out and then having to restart it again um, is extremely expensive and extremely troublesome long-term, I guess. It, it just in terms of logistics and man hours and actual dollars, you know.
1: Yeah. So you think we're yeah. better off just killing this, like, like staying in your house for six months?
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm hopeful that, I, you know... I they're still saying like 18 months for a vaccine. And I think that that's just like, you know, to go through all the standard approvals and all that. And I know that that's extremely important when it comes to a vaccine. You don't want to rush it. You don't want to be injecting someone with, I don't know, jujubes by accident or some shit. Um, but I'm hopeful that, you know, literally the, the planet is on pause. Mm. Uh, so we have the best minds in the world the best epidemiologists and the best virologists, if that's what they're called and and whatever you know literally doing nothing else but investing their time in this
2: yeah.
0: um so I am perhaps optimistic, but i i'm I'm you know excited about the opportunity for them to like really push things along and hopefully work together to actually make something happen, yeah, yeah I yeah
1: mean, it's uh if we're gonna get something quick, this is the time, right like yeah, yeah, so. Yeah, ho- hopefully, you know, keep your fingers crossed, I guess. But uh, I, I don't know. Like, I, I do think there's some promise. There There seems to be more promise on the testing front. Like, it, all the countries that have done a good job of containing this are the countries that, are, uh, that have tested consistently and been able to isolate quickly, done contact tracing through, like, cell phones and all the shit that, you know... A month ago would have scared the living crap out of everybody. Just, yeah, you know, having checkpoints and shit like that, where they're checking your biometrics. I,
2: <laughs> you big government people, you know what? I don't know. I don't like the the man knowing what's going on. You don't, don't like know. the man
1: knowing if you have a fever. <sighs> it's not you know, his it's, business if, what STD I have.
2: Uh, and is this is this kind of showing the problem of decentralized governments? Like you see. Uh, you know, like, places like South Korea, Taiwan, you know, like, yes, and Iceland, like, some of these are much smaller countries, of course, but very yeah. centralized governments where everything's shared across the board. Uh, yeah. You know, to a degree, we're, we're decentralized in some aspects, centralized in others, but the <clears> states <throat> are so, like, no, no, states' rights. You know, like, yeah. ever since, you know, you know that old 1800 uh, war, uh, yeah. there's been, a, uh, it's all about states' rights, and, you know, like, they don't want somebody in Washington controlling what they're doing, and obviously, like, that's, we're because now you see, you know, the president is saying, we don't want to tell the states what to do, and then the states are like, hey, tell us what to do, like, <laughs> or we need this yeah. extra money.
0: Or we need, like, yeah, we need your cash, please. Yeah. We're Idaho. What, what are we going to do? <laughs> exactly. 50 bucks on a good day.
2: <laughs> but that also, like, the, the the federal government has a stockpile of, of to supplies just in case something happens, but then, we're like, yeah. no, we're, this is ours. It's not the states. This, these yeah. are Federal government, so what to tell you? It's like yeah. that's no, that's to give it out, but yeah, like well, obviously centralization of some stuff might make some fucking sense. Yeah,
0: a little bit of focus, a grand vision, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. no, it, it does make sense, right? It, it and you can tell, even just in the reaction of it, like uh, the reaction to it, I think people in our country were much quicker to return home uh stay like sort of hunker down even just the initial kind of like prime minister got on on tv said listen everybody it's time to come home stay in your homes uh and and you just saw what what was it like in um in like a week there was a million canadians that were flown home yeah right from uh, different places around the world so you know, that came with its own risks, but just looking at that in its grand picture, right? That, that's like, that's what national cooperation looks like. Right. Yeah. So yeah, there's, and, and that's
0: accounting for the fact that 40% of people are still like, <laughs> you know, bullshit.
1: <laughs> I don't know where you're getting this 40% though. That, it's, that's it's,
0: it's, it's, anecdotal only, but just <laughs> Even, from like 15% still too bloody fucking high. You're right. Oh, no, I, you're right. But, but in my mind, it's like 40... Per- okay, so there's like the 10% who are saying absolute horseshit, government conspiracy, whatever. And then there's another 10, 15 who are like, uh, you know, I, yeah, I guess it's real, but it's still like it, it's opportunism and the government is using it to push their whatever agenda, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then there's the rest of the fringe who accept that it's a thing, but aren't willing to act or do anything that inconveniences them, or changes their lives in any functional, practical way. Uh, and that, and that's that's where the 40% is in my mind, because it's like, I've spoken to enough people, or heard stories about enough people, that it's like, there's a good contingent of people who are just kind of like, not on board, for various reasons, and just don't really care. Well, I don't, so, know,
1: I don't know that that's the case. See, this is the, the people that I was talking about that I, and I feel like they're part of this group, right? The part of the group that I think everybody sort of like, not laughed at this, but everybody had this this idea in their head. It's like, oh, we're all just going to stay home for a couple of weeks. And, then, and they didn't really get the implications of what, what people are being asked to do, and I'm having this conversation. Like I, w- I, was having this conversation with people, uh, up to like the the moment where we got back. Like we knew when we got back into the country that we needed to isolate for 14 days. Yeah, and I don't think even the people that we were that we were traveling with that they even had that they necessarily had a complete understanding at that time. Like, no, like like they, they, they somewhat thought that. Like a few of the of the people we were with thought that they could, oh well, I can go visit you because we're here together, right? Like we're we're traveling together, so now when we go home for fourteen days, I like I might I can go to your house. No, no, that's not what that is. And I think every time you have those moments of telling people like no, no, it's it really is stay in your home, stay with the people you live with, and this is how we're going to effectively do this. And they go okay, but like I can go for a walk with my friend, right? And I can like go, uh, no, 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 like you can, if you go for a walk, you want to try to stay at least two meters away from that person. So yeah. I don't know how social that walk is for you. But, yeah. You know, it's... All uh, my
0: walks have always been like that. They <laughs> yeah. say it's because of the smell.
1: But... <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's just harder on people than I think... Everybody sort of thought it would be,
0: yeah, and that's okay. But it doesn't. I, I I still think that the point stands that there's a group, there's a percentage of the population that just isn't committed mm. and doesn't care as much as they should, you know. And then and then on the other end, you've got the ten percent who are, or the twenty percent who are crippled and absolutely mm. fear mongering, you know. Yeah. um And it, so you know, it's yeah.
1: The ones buying everything off the shelves,
0: yeah, yeah, them,
1: yeah. Uh, both reactions aren't aren't warranted. No, they're not. Oh, it's a, like it's a, it's scary, but it's not it's not helpful or constructive to panic.
0: Yeah, no, exactly. And we're still it's still early stages. We still don't really know um, a lot about what's going to happen. But once you do get it or if you do get it and you get over it um, like most people do statistically, uh, then you have resistance to the vaccine, right? There's still, or sorry, to the... (laughs) Resistance to the the vaccine. (laughs) To the, I guess maybe you would, uh, but... anti uh, the virus. Yeah, to the virus, right? Um, You have a resistance and then can those people then... Go and, you know, volunteer in the community and become more active again because they have a uh, a, an immune system resistance that they can then, you know, use to their advantage to help everyone else who doesn't. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, So are you saying we should have COVID parties? (laughs) We should have what? COVID parties.
1: Like when they had um, uh, chicken pox parties there. Right, our yeah, days. yeah, in, like, the yeah. 60s. Yeah. yeah, I remember I did see a meme about this uh, online. They were. It was somebody posted something like, good thing this never happened when we were kids. Our parents would have had us out there mingling with the neighborhood kids so we all got it <laughs> yeah. and got it over with. Like, what a terrible, terrible strategy. Yeah.
2: Uh, I never got, like, grown up, did you get chicken pox? I, I did. did. I did. Yeah. Not. I've
0: still got the little circled... Dots,
2: oh really? yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I oh. didn't get it.
1: Never, eh? So now so you must be myself me or nice. my brother. Oh really? But you yeah. must have got a shot for it now because you can you can get a vaccine.
2: I, uh, I'm not really into quote unquote. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, yeah, those I, people I, are I
1: oddly quiet these days.
2: Y- yeah, yeah. No, uh, I think I did. Like I know I'm behind on some on some shots just because fucking lazy uh, and I always like I gotta go get make sure I'm up to date and everything and I just never end up doing it uh, but no we, I just know as a kid we never I never I'm, I'm sure I got yeah you know I'm pretty sure I did get a shot at one point but no at the as a kid we never got it and it just never happened I don't know
0: Here, but sorry. I don't think with everything else everything else <laughs> and aside for a second do you remember Deep Thoughts with Jack Handy what on Saturday Saturday Night Live Yes. yes now yes. it's time for deep thoughts And it was this guy And it was just scrolling text Over like a, a cloudy background Kind of thing And it was just stupid nonsense And one of them, I'm paraphrasing But one of them was Dad always used to say that laughter was the best medicine Which is why I guess most of us Died from tuberculosis <laughs> 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 And it kind of applies here Yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, oh, you got to laugh, eh? You got to laugh. Yeah,
2: well, yeah. I need another beer. I'll be right back. Yeah,
1: I, I also need another beer. But uh, Actually, I'll go wait first.
2: For... Go get a beer. Okay, 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 You go first you go yeah, first? I'll go first. All right, you go first. Mm. All right, let's talk shit about Corey.
0: Yeah, finally he's gone. I guess Hopefully.
2: he's really leading into the going bald thing.
0: <laughs> Fully supporting it, yeah. Just shave it right off. Yeah. I wonder if he's doing it everywhere. Uh, no. I bet you don't. No. 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 <laughs> Got to leave it somewhere. Give you something to focus on. Exactly. Put all your energy into one spot.
1: I can totally oh, hear yeah. you nope. guys talking about my baldness, but it's funny. Baldness? Yes, my my quarantine haircut. Yeah. It, We're it, saying
2: it, you're leaning into it. I am. It's good. I am. About time.
1: I think I want to start looking like The Rock. So, this is step one.
2: <laughs> next is grow a foot and a half. Yes. Yeah.
1: And then uh, I start the steroids next week.
2: And then start looking Samoan. Or Hawaiian, whatever he is. Samoan. It's not. Yeah, yeah. Polynesian? It's
0: all Polynesian, yeah. Polynesian, yeah. I guess so, yeah. Uh,
1: so, what else is there to talk about?
0: Well, see, that's the whole thing, right? I don't know. Um, The new James Bond movie was supposed to come out yesterday. And? Did it? It didn't. No. No, Well, that's unfortunate. Nothing's coming out. They were the first ones to call it, to their credit, back in January, I think. They were like, no, no. We're pushing this to November. And I bet you they'll push it again.
1: If it it did come out, it would have been the most tone-deaf movie
2: release of all time. Yes.
0: Yes. Especially because, you know... In eighty percent of the Bond movies, it's some bad guy who wants to release a virus or some shit, some bioweapon. Uh,
1: and have you been like? Uh, well, I'm assuming everybody's watching Netflix throughout this process. Uh, what Netflix? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but
0: not, not as much as you would think. But yeah, you're in there. Yeah, I,
1: I come across the the home screen and it's like suggested for you or or uh, um, trending now in Canada. Every day, the movie *Contagion* is trending. Yeah. Every day, and it's it, like I, ha- I still haven't watched it because, well, let's let's be honest here. The reason I'm not watching it is it probably would give me insane anxiety. So I don't I don't understand what this like self hate is here, where people are just wanting to watch this movie. Like, oh, I I don't know. Is there some somebody who just like? I want to get informed on virology and uh, epidemiology, so I'm going to watch a movie with Matt Damon.
0: <laughs> no, it's, uh, people do that with everything. It's yeah? it's like it's the horror movie phenomenon. People like getting stressed out. You know, it's that it's that. There's a word for this that's escaping me. But I think, uh, honestly, you should be watching
2: more Mad Max related movies yeah. because it's not yeah,
0: the fact that yeah, it's going to get
2: sick. Is everyone who does get sick and dies off? You know, people are going to be able to survive this, but then the economy is going to crash and go to shit. And then it's going to be like, all right, you want toilet paper? Guess what? We're taking out the machine guns. So that's what it's going to get to. So I think you should be preparing for that.
1: I will rinse before I put my life on the line for toilet
0: paper. Imagine the sense of self importance that would overcome all of Alberta if we started trading in gasoline, if that was our main source of currency. (laughs) well 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 yeah look who comes crawling back that's <laughs> right
1: <laughs> oh man yeah uh, that that would be interesting uh speaking of gasoline have you seen what the price of gas is
0: yeah it's
2: oh, yeah. great the russia and so and uh, saudi arabia just screwing each other over
1: yeah couldn't have come at a better time fucking price of gas is at. Uh, the lowest it's been in years and nobody's going anywhere everything's canceled You can't go anywhere Mm
0: -hmm. everyone filled up their tanks and parked it
2: it's ridiculous too how like that whole started like so from what i've been reading about that is that opec saying all right let's cut the price down to this and russia literally said why are we going this low we can keep it here still fuck over american shell a shale and uh you know a canadian uh sartan uh tar sands I said Sarsans. Uh Sarkans. But still screw both those over and still completely d- make plenty of money. And Russia's like, why? Like Russia was the 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 from what I can tell, Russia was a sober thought in the room. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. We don't need to go that low. Then Sar said, No, we're going lower. And they start going. Low. So Russia's like, okay, we'll go lower. And so they they battle. Like they just went to the <laughs> bottom. It's like what are you guys doing? Like, this is the worst idea in the world. And then Arabia literally said, like, right, well, guess what? We can produce it cheaper than you guys, so we're going to go even lower now to fuck you guys over. And Russia's like, whatever. We're willing to go even lower. So they just can't fight each other. Like, what is going on? Like, it makes no bloody sense. Just to screw over Canada and the States.
0: Yeah. It's bad news for Alberta and for, you know, our economy. But it's great news if you're a driver, for (laughs) some reason. If you're just driving around a lot, Right now, because I mean, I guess it, you're kind of still self isolating. Um, it's fucking cheaper than ever. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I, I I remember prices like this from 20, 20, 20, 25 years ago ish. Yeah.
2: I really feel like literally filling up all my jerry cans and just leave it, like, let them sit there. Like, I'll yeah. use these later. Well, it's all, yeah.
1: well, whatever you buy it at now, it's cheap gas, right? Like, Yep. No, oh, makes sense. You're gonna you're gonna use it at some point. You could install a pump in your garage.
2: There you go. Get a slip tank.
1: Look at that. Mm. No, that that's probably the other big story that's going on right now is uh, well, I guess uh, everybody's adap- like having to adapt to this, like on top of it. So I don't know. Education is is they're trying to to figure a workaround for uh, for the COVID stuff right now. So that's been a pretty big deal. Um, I think they're starting I, next week, eh, with uh, online stuff.
2: Uh so are you doing that for all elementary and high schools, is that what it is? Yeah.
1: Yeah. They're, mm. uh, I, they're It's just...
2: funny you know, like the the province kinda caved on the all right, you know what, we're gonna walk away from like step back a bit from this online learning stuff, <laughs> e learning and then just essentially it's been forced upon everyone that guess <laughs> what is going on online now. Yeah. Uh, so, so I get so happy. Yeah. So it kind of worked out, but the thing is, he's they still have to pay all the teachers. The teachers are going to yeah. be the ones teaching it. It's not going to be, you know, whatever, uh, however they're going to do it. But yeah, no, it's interesting because, like, like I said, like college-wise, you know, we do it online, and it's uh, it's a very different format. Uh, but mm-hmm. we've already being the we're essentially the Northern Ontario school with multiple campuses, so uh, like there is a an, uh, a facet that's always been distance learning. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's uh. It's a very different uh, it's a different approach i'm not sh- i think there's a maturity aspect you need to be able to do it mm. where i really think in high school or before tough call you're gonna need like i really think you're gonna need like a parent there with the kid for that age group Like but, it's-
1: but the issue is um i think it just changes the delivery model like the idea of i, I think even online education right now like the way you deliver it is still like it's basically trying to move the entire classroom online rather than capitalizing on how... Like, if you want to learn a skill right now, what do you do? Right? You don't Hmm. necessarily go sign up for a class. You're going to go watch a million YouTube videos and read a bunch of articles. And then if you need some help, you're going to find somebody who's competent in that skill and you're going to pick their brain. So wouldn't it be more effective for somebody, for a student who at any level, really teacher puts up a bunch of material, bunch of explainer videos, let the kid have out all this stuff. Okay. And you can have some guide to it. Like it can be a structured course, but then the kid needs help schedule a schedule in it. Like either obviously now we're not doing it in person, but like schedule a, like a Facetime call with your teacher, so, an hour block thing, where you can just sit there and like go over it together.
2: So the only thing like your spouse would would probably agree with me about it's is the difference between assessing and evaluating kids. So yes, you can go put up all the videos, pre-record everything. I can go pre-record. John stepped away from his computer, I believe. Uh, oh, okay, I thought he did uh, you did. No, just pre- making pre- sure you're moment.
0: still with us, John. I. I am. Thank
2: you. You can pre-record and put stuff down, and absolutely, you know, independent learners will be able to learn it. But the aspect is being able to assess them while you're teaching them. So, like, uh, my example, I often give for this is like, if you ever speak to somebody from from Japan, okay, when you speak to them or even China, it's you say you say something, they go yes, 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 and they're not communicating that they're understanding; they're communicating that they heard you. And that's the difference, too, is that it, you, you think, oh, my computer went to sleep there. Uh, uh, it's so like, yes, you can put it on. People say they read it, they saw it. But you can't tell if they're really comprehending. And because then I've realized that, especially with a lot of international students as well, is I'll be speaking and delivering some, something. And I can see what I'm saying is being understood. They can say, yeah, we heard you You said this, but then, you know, I can't say, like, can you repeat that back to me? What did I just say? Say in your own words. Uh, And that's the thing is you can you can see that you can see the you can assess the learning and assess the comprehension immediately. And online, it's much more difficult to assess that comprehension. You have to be able to have a a back and forth. And if you, you know, if kids are just like especially I would say it probably be the worst for maybe high school kids you just go online you put on your screen you sit back you pretend like you're listening you have your phone next to you you're on whatever mm-hmm. uh the, they're not gonna you're not gonna be able to gauge them really and really you know it's, if you have 35 little screens on your t- on your computer you can't really be watching everyone it's gonna be a lot harder to see if they're understanding and i just think it's that's the problem is that once you're you can deliver it yes the ones who can do independent learning so the you want to go out and learn how to wire you know uh, an AC unit, you can go figure it out online and find that information. But the people who want to go learn that will figure it out. Unfortunately, you still have to you have to do a lot of handholding, especially with a much more immature, uh, you know, learner. You have to handhold them through the process, and if you so, you have to kind of almost force it on them. Uh, but if they don't listen, or if they they might be listening, but they not may not be paying attention enough, or actually really comprehending, you have to see that and it's much more of a of a visual and like in-person thing it's not as it's not as easy as people think like it is feedback. and this is all new
0: yeah
1: so that being said being a like just being get devil's advocate on something like that does that not change or does that not lead to possibly a change in curriculum like i was thinking like soph teaches math and sometimes it's like well how do you teach math to, to somebody in that manner, right? How, how do they independently learn this specific math class? And I was sort of trying to make the argument that like, well for somebody where it's not going to be, it, it's not a skill that is going to be required for them on their life path, whatever that you know, whatever path they're choosing most math they need you know, ask their phone for it you carry around a uh, you carry around a calculator anytime you want. So, are we not in a position now where we can really tailor education to interest?
2: And so, yes, and, and there is an aspect of also something being called micro uh, certification, micro education, yeah. which essentially you know, like college wise, instead of getting a diploma, you can get a micro cert uh, on just like these two or three classes. That's all you really need. So there is the idea of, of shifting to that. Uh, so, so yes, I believe that there is an aspect to that. and I think that, you know, that comes to a point where you need to start kind of really focusing on certain things. Uh, but I do, and there are things that show and studies that show that uh, there is an aspect of teaching children, uh, you know, throughout the process, all uh, educational stuff. Uh, so, you know, showing them, you know, like, got yeah, teaching them an aspect of chemistry an aspect of biology an aspect of uh, physics you know an aspect of this aspect of that so teach them all the aspects because it's not that they need to know it later on is that it does train aspects of the brain that might help with other aspects so my example w- when it comes to that was always I played hockey my entire life okay I only played that I played baseball here and there but you know it wasn't very good in a <laughs> I wasn't good at any of the stuff, but you know, played hockey, blah blah blah. And in the summer, you know what? What's the better idea? Was it to just keep playing hockey, or was it to play something else? And I would argue, and I my argument, and I and I will argue this nonstop is that when I switched over and started playing soccer, it had didn't have the same skills it had anything else, but it developed an aspect of my game that I never would have developed in hockey. So yes, it had nothing to do with hockey, but I learned these other things that I was able to then use and improve aspects of hockey, even though they weren't the same skills, same skill set, same aspects. So, yes, you might not, you know, going into welding, uh, you might not think you need physics, but there might be some aspects that if you learned that, yeah, actually, that might not be the yeah. best aspect.
1: I was going to say, I, I think you might That's need a lot one. of physics. <laughs> uh,
2: but there might be some other mathematics stuff that you might not need thinking you're being welder, but... You know what? Yeah, I don't need to know this and that, but the thing is, should you not like should you maybe not understand uh, you know like um, um, uh, I can't think of an example. My, me I mean this should just I should have maybe pinned myself in a corner saying a welder. Uh, but but there are uh, skills that you might develop learning these other topics that will just develop your brain and those pathways that can just make those other skills better. Yeah, so learning it it is how to just learn your body. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no that that makes sense to me. I, I mean, I understand why why that would be there. I just I, like we're we're struggling on developing uh, an education system that's sustainable and that's deliverable to people all over the province in different um, uh, different circumstances, right? And I I just think that standardizing that in the the traditional way, I it's just not necessarily working out. I I don't know what the solution is to that. Is the solution really to like in a community where there's like three, four high school kids that you make sure that there's a biology teacher, a French teacher, a a chemistry teacher? Like Mm -hmm. to me, that just seems like it's not possible. We need to rethink this in a way that is actually deliverable to...
2: But is that a financial argument or is that a... A, a material and delivery argument. So, like, I'd yes, both. you know, having having an, an English public, an English Catholic, and a French public, French Catholic, all in casing, for the 17 high school kids there, does that make sense? To have four high schools for that and have, you know, all the different, subject matters taught by you know teachers with those teachables uh that might be the argument that might be the more of the argument but the the material the learning is that the the argument i don't i don't think the material is definitely the argument and also like guess what in high school you know we want to say oh you don't need to know this i never took freaking physics in high school i never took a bunch of like shows. i took calculus i got a very little i got no. to take a bunch of john and i each took calculus did not turn out very well <laughs> uh Hey, that was advanced calculus. But yeah, but like, that's the thing. I didn't take a bunch of stuff. So there is a fa- a facet of of identifying what you want. But once again, you can argue, was the school that John and I went to even large enough to do that? You can make that argument. So you can make the financial argument. I don't believe the the, the, the current delivery system is the wrong way to do it. Uh, it might, hey, there might be a better way. I'm not saying it is, yeah. we've already figured out and perfected it. But I do think that... Uh, like there could be an argument, but the thing is also, how do you take away stuff that's written in your provincial constitution, yeah, and federal you know, stuff? You know, federally, you're allowed you to. You have... rewrite the constitution, Jason. Well, that's the goal. That's the law, John. You don't change the law. That's the thing. So that's the argument. People want to say, well, change it. It's like, well, it's it's in law. How far are we gonna go?
0: You know? Yeah. Like it's we have freedom of expression. Well, we if can change that it might be actually a good opportunity in all this fuckery to revisit some of these things. And I, I I know it's, it's political toxin, but, um, but really, I mean, it's the best time to have the conversation maybe like three months from now when all the buildings are burning and all this shit. (laughs) (laughs) To revisit. Okay. Do we need four school boards covering this village?
1: Yeah, I. have had this discussion before, and I, I think well, I, I think that makes complete sense. Like I, I, I've yet to hear a case made for why we need these. The, why because need in
2: courses. law, Corey, it is my legal right to be able to have access to French or English education, or to public or uh, religious education, as long as it's Catholic or Protestant. It you is know? my right.
1: No one says you can't have a, a school right. run that way. Right? Like, you don't need a school. I don't. <laughs> it's your right. It is. Uh, no, there's. Like, again, no one's talking about the schools not being administered that way. Um, Do you need
2: five superintendents.
1: Yeah, like, those are a lot. Those are very, uh, I don't know, expensive, taxpayer funded jobs yeah. uh, that. I'd argue. I mean, could definitely there definitely is room for consolidation there. I, I unless I'm missing something. I, I don't know. Does a school board employee want to talk into the show and uh, tell us how we are uh, we are completely sadly mistaken? I would yeah, love to, argue that. to do something.
0: The bottom of the screen. What's that? <laughs> Called the complaint line at the bottom of the screen.
1: <laughs> Did you know that on our? Okay, I gotta announce this though. Um, on. Our um, anchor site because uh, we're we're using a different um, hosting Host. service now, and uh, it's it's Anchor FM, and I think it's slash Beer and Bullshit Podcast or Beer and Bull Podcast, and on there, people can go and re- leave us messages. <laughs> they can leave voice messages that we can play, that we can include nice. on later episodes. Oh, so totally uh, anyone, who, anyone who's listening, please, by all means, uh, visit please. our, our uh, anchor.fm uh, Beer and Bullshit podcast profile. But and, that's uh, the thing. No one is listening. Messages. That's true.
2: <laughs> it could very but well I, be that I would them. love, though, to argue uh, the the reason to have four separate school boards why it cannot be consolidated into one school board you can have like you know so and anyway, i know what we talked about is four. like at every school board there's the you know the superintendent of education superintendent of of whatever else there two or three superintendents. there's the 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 head manager of finance there's this and that but, like there's all these huge executive positions they've all the got their own board. it
0: teams yeah all it
2: teams their they've own they've all got their teams. own
0: Admin people and accounting yeah. people and all. Why of can't this you stuff. put that
2: all together? And yes, you can still have one head of French education and one head of, uh, you know, uh, yeah. religious education. You can have one one head of each one, but then you don't need seven different teams at every place. Like it's it seems and like can you like you can't tell me that the four at the one school board who do all the payroll and accounting, you know, can't increase. Their workload with an extra two workers and eliminate the other four or the other one. Like, yeah, it seems they can consolidate a few jobs. It's true sure. that they yeah.
1: are they are always talking about like whenever we end up in these debates, we start talking about increasing teacher workload. Yeah. Um. You know, we we could probably start looking in uh, in other places. You know, like uh, when they start talking about increases in class size, average class sizes, and things like that, always. Find myself like shaking my head. It's it's almost like when these debates are happening in public, the only people that work in education are teachers.
0: Yeah, and yeah.
1: it's um, it's clearly not the case. It, it, and if anybody's looking at it, it sort of always just looks like yeah, conservative government grappling with the teachers' unions, you know. And it's uh, I don't know. It's it, it seems like just an age old conflict.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it kind oh, of I is. I mean, they. they I, I think they kind of exist on each other's strife at this point.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Not to say that there's not problems on yeah, you know, oh, no. either Absolutely. side of that debate, right? It's, uh, yeah, yeah. it's just as members of the public, you sort of get, it, it gets tiresome, right? Like you sort of want to know, okay, if it's really that bad... Then, like, we got to find some kind of actual workable solution here. Some, some place where we can make some improvement and uh, gain a few steps.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. well, I
2: agree.
1: Anyways, um, I almost
2: want to bring up uh, the fact that uh, I got ghosted, but I'm not sure if, I'd be, if I be should be talking about that.
0: Uh, no, recently. you shouldn't. No. no, no.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> I was I was just about to make a note to... to Jason
0: care. is talking about his haunted house experience from last <laughs> week. Yes, I got ghosts. Uh, it's a weird uh, sex move that you do nowadays. Exciting. Yeah, it was very exciting for him. Uh, but he showed we, up, somebody put a blindfold those on those him. Yeah.
1: And he said, just just stand there, and when you leave, you'll be covered in white.
0: <laughs> Jason, we can talk about your haunted house experience. After we stop recording, <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. I guess I should keep it nice. I keep it <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <sighs> yeah we're th- this is a happy podcast tonight. I mean, yes, in light of no, uh, the, well, <laughs> as happy as it can be. I was gonna say, despite all the horribleness that's going on in the world, uh huh. I'm gonna have to start caulking the edges of my windows there. Make sure the the air, the poison air, doesn't get in my house.
0: Yeah, that's right.
2: Well, I have John's old uh, uh, face mask here, so I'm going to use that. <laughs> yeah, oh, my,
0: yeah, my old, my 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 full face with okay. the uh, SO2 cans on it. Serious business.
1: You're oh, not yeah. hoarding N95 masks.
0: Oh, this is way beyond N95. Way beyond. Oh yeah, this is the real real should shit. I, should I go put it on? If you want to, yeah, grab it.
1: You could. You look pretty pretty hardcore. Oh, okay. Have you been mask? Uh,
0: have you been fit tested for this? No. no, well, it's fit tested to me, so oh, it's about. Okay. So eight it will be absolutely useless small. to Jay. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. The the yeah. hoarding behavior has been a little bit interesting. Yeah. I found that it's... to be uh, a disconcerting.
0: I I I figure like it it just has to be a blip on the radar. Like we're we know that um everything's still moving. We haven't run out of anything nationally. It's just a matter of people locally going a little nuts, right? Yeah, but, yeah, um, but that's
1: like um, we were saying last time, it was uh, very so, like it's self-fulfilling, right? It's, yeah. And to some extent... There we go. I've, <laughs> you you going to leave that on? Good luck drinking.
0: Can you talk, Jason? I can talk. Can you hear
1: me? It? <laughs> oh. it sounds oh. awesome.
0: <laughs> Do the Bane that's voice. Yeah. Oh. oh my god.
1: I didn't realize that Bane was uh Sean
0: Connery. <laughs> he, he basically is Tom Hardy. Yeah. The thing he's doing, whatever that is. He's doing Sean Connery. Yeah. In the math.
1: Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Um,. Oh, it's fucking there though. <laughs> oh yeah. Books. yeah. Oh. oh man. So yeah, we we're we we're talking about the the hoarding stuff. I, I feel like uh, it, it sorta of becomes self self fulfilling in the sense that people get they get riled up and they end up going down to the store and picking everything up and then or, or they all it takes is one person to sort of clear the shelves and then somebody walks into a grocery store, sees the empty shelves and then it's like okay well the next time that this stuff is in stock again i'm going to grab as much of it as i can and then it creates the shortage that didn't have to exist right
0: yeah i mean i kind of blame retailers because they were slow to get on that they were slow to limit yeah. um yeah. purchase it like you know they it as soon as this was a thing it should have just been like you can only buy one or two packages of toilet paper, or whatever the thing is. Yeah. Um, it, th- as far as I'm concerned, this is a perfect time to ban bottled water. Like, can we just all agree that that's shit, and mm. Nestle can stop profiting on this nonsense?
2: And yeah, uh, obviously but, not needed, because I haven't bought a fucking
0: case forever. Yeah, and well, because we have we, we have filtered water that exactly. we pay for in this country, with your taxes,
2: but, but John, you pay for the water treatment. Yeah. But John, but you is want that fluoride water... melting your brain?
0: <laughs> yeah, I know.
1: And is that water melted from yeah. an iceberg?
0: No, but none of them are. For no. shit's oh. sake, I'm pretty sure my poor's
2: Light comes from Rocky Mountain freshness. Uh, uh,
0: yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. It's some municipal supply <laughs> in the middle of Colorado, whatever it is. No,
1: it's the Rocky Mountains of the uh cincinnati water supply
2: yeah they actually uh adam corolla talked about it he i guess he went to a uh he did a tour uh of, of one of the coors light plants and i think he did the one in, like st louis and it talks about like no it's rocky mountain water and he's like uh excuse me are we in st louis and i guess the tour guy said Interesting thing is that we found out that the municipal water in St. Louis is exactly like the Rocky Mountain water, <laughs> just as fresh. And he's like, yeah. that's bullshit. It's like, fuck off. Yeah.
1: That sounds like bullshit to me.
2: <laughs>
0: My favorite and it's thing totally was, an
2: Uncroll the thing, too. It's uh, perfect. I love it.
0: But if you look at any bottled water label, it's, it's almost always that. Like, they say spring water source whatever. But then if you actually look at the fine print, it says municipally sourced. Yeah. In whatever town that's near a natural spring or some water. shit, it's tap but water. But it is literally run, tap water from that town.
1: Yeah, and they run it through an additional process. Yeah, and then they call it a different product.
0: Yeah, it's, it's like done if in the
2: spring, so called spring water.
0: That's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Yes>, right. Yeah. <laughs> then they just leave it on the shelves in the sunlight for <laughs> <Okay>. nine months. <laughs>
1: yeah, it, uh, you know what? Your original point, though, you're you're probably right that w- this would be the perfect
0: time. Uh, it's insane.
2: It's yeah. insane. Like, are people are people hoarding
0: bottled water? Yeah. Oh, of course. Oh, okay. Because because you don't have any in your house. I don't know. I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense.
1: Well, none none of the shortages make make sense. Um, do I think the the thing is is that somebody got on TV and said it's a good idea to have a month's worth of food in your house. Because we may have to, to hunker down and stay in our, our homes. Yeah. And some people heard that and said, I got to get all the food so that yeah. I got to stay in my, so that I can stay in my house for four fucking years if I have to. <laughs> yeah. And it, But yeah. but this is what's, this is what's frustrating about this whole like, um, like not, I don't want to, I want to, I don't want I, I wanna, I to be one of these people who blame the media for frenzies or shit like that. But, I feel like you you tell somebody something, and yeah. it, like somebody with a, somebody might have a, a range of responses to that, right? So you, you get some information out into the public, and you'll have some people react in a way that's like, "Oh, it's complete horseshit, fake news," right? Yeah. And then you'll have some people look at, look at the exact words and the facts of the article, and they'll say, "Okay, they're saying I should stay home." And that I should have a month's worth of food. That's a good idea. I will go to the grocery store. I'll pick up a little bit more than I would normally. And there you go. I'll be good just in case I have to stay in my house for a little bit more of an extended period of time. And then you have some people that read just the headline that says, uh, we're going to be asked to stay in our houses for uh, three to four or five, six months, whatever. And they go... Ah, they pull the fucking hair out of their head. They get yeah. down to, to Foodland. They pick up everything that's off the shelves.
0: Well, no, first they go and buy a gun. That, that might be it. Did you, did you see this? How, like, there are no guns left in yeah. North America? They're sold out. Yeah. They have sold the guns. Congratulations. There are none left to buy. It's crazy.
2: Because. Don't worry. John, we got ours covered. Yeah. Oh, I, know.
0: I know. You've got your BB guns and all your shit.
1: Yeah, but John, those people are clearly part of that middle rational group that made this decision based on <laughs> yes. complete facts.
0: Yes, we said the first and a full thing that's understanding
1: of the situation.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: No, it's uh, that's. I think that's what makes me the most nervous about this situation, other than the the you know possibility of getting sick or family getting sick, things like that. Yeah, it's it's more like the the panickiness and, and I think a lot of that comes down to uh, a bit of a phenomenon that's happened over maybe the last 10 years. And that's people not really like refusing to defer to authority, not really Mm -hmm. understanding that other people might know more than they do. There's been a democratization of knowledge and uh, information or not knowledge information (laughs) yes (laughs) everybody can read the same article and not everybody's going to get it the way it's meant to be gotten
2: or it can that art that information could be presented differently to people yes
0: aka spin
1: well it's created an ecosystem where people have uh they, they sort of feel Like anybody who's opportunistic can write articles in a very slanted way because they know they'll find an audience that will basically, like if they're saying, yeah, yeah, don't trust those people, they're not telling you the truth, right?
0: Yeah, and in fact, the more slanted, the bigger potential audience you have, right? (laughs) If you tap into a niche, you can potentially, as a freelance journalist or whatever, make more money writing the rags than you would at something semi-reputable and kind of -of run-of-the-mill, um, when you're when everyone's fighting for clicks, the most outlandish headline is the one that wins, right? Um, well, what do you do but, about that? But, so wait, just backtracking sure. for a second. Do not forget, however, do you remember Y2K? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember that shit show? Yep. And everyone was on board with that. And I think, unless I'm totally making this up. Could be. <laughs> which I might be. Uh, but uh, But in my mind... Do you remember having bottled water in your house before Y two K? Did your family ever have any? Or or was it like all of a sudden, sometime around then, bottled water started showing up and your parents were just totally on board? We never
2: had bottled water, period.
0: We were no? we okay. weren't
2: that social economic class okay. that could can afford I, yeah, <laughs> bottled basically. water. I don't yeah. We have bagged water.
1: I don't know bagged water. Bagged water is just a <laughs> melted bag of ice. <laughs> bag of ice that was left out in the sun. It's um, kept
2: at it the same milk dispenser. Same yeah. Thing.
1: yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry, that's funny. Um, but no, you might be right, like as far as the, time, the, the times go, but yeah. it's interesting you bring up Y2K because I think a lot of people remember that incorrectly. Uh, I recently read a good article about Y2K, which is interesting. It was like kind of a retrospective of 20 years later type thing. Yeah. And uh, basically what they were saying is that everybody sort of came away from Y2K and remembers Y2K as this big thing that everybody was worried about but never happened. Yeah. And it wasn't that. Apparently, it really was a thing. It was a huge problem that they actually fixed on time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But they, but they fixed it like well in advance.
1: Yes. 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 But people like it were was still fixed. worried. It was
0: handled. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. So it was still a problem, but they had a lot of people working on it.
0: It wasn't yeah. like,
1: oh, okay, this might happen. And then, you know, the clock turned over to midnight and, Oh, everybody like the nuclear weapons didn't yeah. all fucking detonate. You know? <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. I mean, it, it was a real thing that was identified and corrected. Absolutely. But the... but I, I, I'm i talking specifically about the, the panic buying and the and the sort of um, bunkerism that came with it, right?
2: Yeah. We didn't if buy that's... a PC, I think, until we were able to get the Y2K certified. Y2K
0: certified with a big sticker on the front? Yeah. We didn't yeah. get one until then. Uh, ah, yeah, good. Yeah. And, that was and by Y2K certif- certified, it was literally just like, oh, it's the... St- It's the patched version of Windows, right? That that was it.
1: It was a compact presario.
2: Yeah,
0: it was. (laughs) Compact.
2: (laughs) Compact.
1: Hey, uh, listen, guys. We're uh, at almost an hour and a half here. Um, uh, You guys uh, good if we shut her down?
2: Wow. I guess we have to say yeah.
1: I don't know. You guys can continue without me and talk shit about me if you want. (laughs) I'll
2: I'll leave
0: leave the screen recording on.
2: So I did, if, if we do want to quit, I did find a couple, uh, uh, beer quotes. So whenever you guys are ready to to Uh, finish, I'll, I can pick one, but uh, no, no, just
1: like, uh, we, we can start wrapping it up there. It doesn't have to be the, the end of it right, right now. But, uh, uh, I think what would be the best, the, the best thing to do is maybe go around and, uh, talk about anything specifically we, uh, we might want to address before we're, uh, before we end the podcast, so uh, John, as our guest tonight, you have anything specific you want? You want to make sure you tell every the the dozen dozen of people who will uh, be <laughs> listening to this podcast.
0: No, I, no, I am stuck in my fucking house like everyone else. What am I going to talk about? I I, don't I, I I I've I've heard about uh, Tiger King. I don't know anything oh. about it, but apparently it's all the rage. Okay, yeah, can I we mean, save Tiger King? And I King? almost refuse to watch it, yeah. just hey. on the grounds that it's like, it looks like horse shit? No, it's it not. like one of those shows?
1: It's not. It's
0: but a- isn't it like, it, is it not like, okay, at any point could you say this feels like Storage Wars? It, could you no, say no, no. that at any
2: point? I was told it was more like uh, Making a Murderer.
0: No. No. Either. It's kind of no? in between those two things. that's yeah. uh, <laughs> even on the Storage Wars Venn Kay. diagram. I want nothing. Okay, no, no. I, I, John, I, isn't everything technically on the
2: Storage Wars Venn diagram? Like even <laughs> if, you know, Citizen Kane is technically on
0: <laughs> probably.
1: Okay, yeah. but I I will tell you and and We should do this again next week after you've had a chance to watch all of Tiger King, okay?
0: No, I'm not gonna watch it. Watch it, it.
1: please watch it. It's worth watching. It's worth watching. And this guy, this Joe Exotic dude, okay? You
0: already, I hate it. No, 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 no. no. You have to watch
1: the the John Oliver, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, Third Party Candidates clip. You know the how he does those deep dives there the John Oliver ones online watch Big. the one for third party candidates because Joe that's where I first heard of Joe exotic oh okay and because he was running for president and <laughs> you'll you'll get a good primer there because what ended yeah. up happening is after I seen that John Oliver clip I was like what the fuck like that I had to stop that go to this guy's YouTube channel watches videos, and then suddenly a fucking Netflix documentary comes up about this Joe Exotic guy. This was like two years before I was watching these videos, right. and I was laughing my ass off listening to him go on these rants, walking around in his fucking tiger cage. <laughs> uh, it's, it, it's too much. It, it it really is like... like I, I was listening to uh, Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew talking about it this morning on uh, on their podcast, and dr drew said correct me if i'm wrong but i think the best way to describe these people is criminal drug addicts with sexual perversions <laughs> anybody who owns tigers
0: <laughs> yeah i can see that <laughs> <I>
1: said, uh.
0: <laughs> so yes well,
1: tiger king is worth watching
0: uh, uh, okay well maybe i don't know we'll i'll watch a preview or so i just i'm it, <sighs> It's so not. None of whatever that is appeals to me organically at all. Even though I've seen nothing about it, just the bits that I've heard and read are. It just sounds like a, a you know, like what would you call it? I don't know. It, yeah, just dumpster fire shit. Well, right.
1: One. Okay. Have you ever seen Blackfish? No. That's the the one about the uh, like Sea World abusing the mm-hmm. like. Oh yeah, guys, yeah. Right? Well, the guy who made this movie basically approached the people involved in in this documentary, saying he wanted to make the blackfish of big cats, like for uh, big cats in cat- captivity, right? So he wanted to okay. make this about um, like the issue of people owning. Uh, tigers and lions and all of that. Right.
2: Okay.
1: It is not that. Okay. <laughs> it definitely is not that there is a, a cast of characters in this fucking thing. And
0: like, so is it like a documentary or is it actors playing the roles? No, of actual- it is a documentary. These are all real okay. people
1: that really exist. And that's, okay. that's the fascinating part. It's not the tigers in cap- captivity part. It's the people that own these tigers. Like, okay. they all seem to fit a specific profile, and it, it's—I don't know—two words: fucking crazy. Like,
0: okay. <laughs> mm.
1: so yeah, I—I I hope I'm selling it.
0: Yeah, kind of, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. We'll Jay, see. You
1: haven't seen it?
0: No, I have
2: I know I'm supposed to. I just haven't. Why it are you really supposed yet. to?
0: Well, everyone I keeps fucking yelling at me about it. Everyone keeps <laughs> selling like, "Oh, you gotta do it! You
2: gotta do it!" Oh. But doesn't that
0: almost make you want to do it less when everyone's yeah, off with the same thing? You're 100%. kind of like, "I'll wait. I'm good. Thank you very much." You just know?
1: watch one episode. One episode. There's seven of them. It you'll you'll get it right away. You like you'll understand <laughs> what they're what they're doing with this. There and and I get it. but If you see the memes. Like I can see how it's just like yeah I, I don't I don't want to watch this like this doesn't yeah. this doesn't appeal to me, but it's it's it is a docuseries, series, true crime, type thing. Like that's the story they're telling is this like true yeah. crime thing, murder for hire and all that. So it, it like in that sense it's much it's a lot like making a murderer, but it's like if in making a murderer, you know how they sort of have this little element of like. Stephen Avery being like, like it's a real compelling I, story. You haven't, haven't seen, seen Making Murder? Oh, no. okay. Well, no. Making Murder solid. You saw Making Murder? Okay. So you know, like Stephen Avery is like, like they sort of play into the fact that is, like the family's kind of a little redneckish and uh, they, you know, they own a scrapyard and they are not well regarded in the community. But it's a little bit of a soft undertone. Imagine if they ramp that part of the story up up to like fucking 10 and the people in that family were like complete and utter like just crazy nut jobs out of a a fucking uh, out of trailer park boys yeah like that that's the kind of people you you'll see in this show
0: okay (laughs) all right i don't I know any of those references but 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 okay we'll see uh, we'll see where i'm at we'll see where my headspace is
1: <laughs> all right fair enough yeah you need a break from covid
0: yeah i, yeah, I, I don't know if that's the one i want but yeah
1: <laughs> uh jay what do you got uh going on for this next week
2: I don't got much, but I do want you to share that URL uh, to people if they want to comment and talk shit about us, or if they want us to talk about something. Sure. they can. Uh, I wouldn't, want, wouldn't mind them doing so please share that. Next up, obviously, I'm just going to be sitting here fucking doing nothing. <laughs> Literally in take? that chair. Yeah.
0: yeah, pretty well. Wait, uh, I do have a question. You... Pardon? Sorry, go sure. ahead. Go ahead. Uh, is, are you guys trying to do these more regularly now, that you're all stuck at home? Is that I'd the like- idea?
1: Well, I'll tell you, these Skype ones
0: are super fucking easy, so... <laughs> yeah, hey, it's true. No one has to leave the house. Do it. Yeah. I need, and like, I need hey, some somebody adapters, to- though, so I can use my mic. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. if
2: somebody wants to, like, you know, come and chat, I would love to maybe chat chat with uh, a local company, because all I want to say uh, before leaving, essentially, you know, like, uh, go support local. Like, today we went by uh, the uh, Get Ribbed, picked up a couple uh, uh, Shepherd's Pies, but I got to say, like, I've been pretty impressed with all the local companies like Get Ribbed, Dombrowski's, uh, the, uh, the the two breweries, Compass and Fullbeard, like, you know, and even Tuffanello's and, you know, uh, uh, Golden Crust, like, all these places are still pumping stuff out and still working. And, like, all I got to say is go there. Get your shit from them.
1: Agreed. Yeah. I think, no. uh, you know, we spent a, a lot
2: or, of time Or
0: don't joking. go there have it brought to you yeah most of them
2: will deliver or or they have the pickup at their at their door thing so do that shit man like i gotta say i've been really impressed at how well they're doing i'm happy to hear some of them are doing very well in this time i'm sure other ones are not so uh you know go do your shit i knew my next order of beer is coming from compass because i try and spread the love so uh yeah will they
1: deliver will compass deliver too
2: I think they're just doing the door pickup yet. I'm not sure if they're doing delivery yet.
1: Okay. Okay. So contactless. So, um, yeah, I, I think I'm going to do the same. Um, having uh, being being let go from my house there tomorrow. So uh, I, I should be able to do that. Um, that. On, on top of that, uh, like all, I, I think the ones that are really, really taking a hit right now are the restaurants. Uh, yeah. They're, yeah. you know, margins are uh slim in the best of times uh and this is probably the extremely extremely tough on these on these places so and i know you know even people some people have probably uh their their incomes have probably been affected by this and uh they might not be able to afford to eat out but anybody who can uh order in at this time i'm sure these the the restaurants are are really really appreciative of it so uh let's let's keep our local places going and uh yeah um i don't know i i think that's a that's a good good uh counsel there Jay.
2: yeah and next share that url
1: yeah i will i will so uh yeah thanks guys uh we're gonna do this again um i don't know maybe friday or saturday next week cool that sound good
0: yep more white men talking about shit they know nothing about it's the best show. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, on that note, Jay, you said you got a good beer quote for us. Can it I'll, beat that? Throw... Can it beat that though?
2: That uh, d- that'll be tough. <laughs> I'll throw it. Do you want to hear uh, Edgar Allan Poe? Uh, a one from uh, Frank Zappa, or from Benjamin Franklin?
1: Oh, Zappa, for sure.
2: Zappa? I I hope I didn't say this one before. I saw it and I kind of liked it. Uh, You can't be a real country without beer and an airline. It helps if you have some kind of football team or some nuclear weapons. But at the very least, you need a beer.
1: (laughs) That's a fair Uh, point. uh, Anyways, cheers, guys.
0: Cheers. I have nothing but my war tank. Get
1: beer next time. (laughs)
0: I know, well, yeah, hey, that's the thing, right? Name of the show, and I forgot. (laughs) Hey there, boys. bye.